there was a report that came out in the news about how the Latinx community was not being represented enough in Hollywood. Right. So I saw there was a dearth of, uh, of talent that's being represented and, you know, we're not getting, they're not showing us love. So mm -hmm. I was like, let me, you know, there's only a few here in New York that are, you know, you mentioned Calixto, New York Latino Film Festival. There's only a few out here. So I was like, let me start. I already have this Contra film series, The Mothership, yeah. that house, houses all <laughs> these uh, other festivals that I run. So I was like, let me give uh, my people some love. Let's yeah. do Contra Latinx Festival. <laughs> Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Rachel La Loca, and I am here joined by a special guest and a special friend and a Latino who's killing the game. Please welcome Joffrey Guerrero from Katra Film Series, the Katra Film Series. Hello, Joffrey. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I mean, how many years of friendship is this now? I like to ask guests. Like, this is good because it sets the tone. I'm already putting them to the test. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, you thought it was going to be an easy interview up in here, Latinos out loud? No, no, no. Wait, I can help with this math. I think we met, it, it's got to be the early, maybe mid-2000s, like 06-ish, mid 7-ish? Oh, really? No, because I've known our mutual friend Janice for a while, and it was like around that point. Yeah, okay. Because, like, a lot of Latinos, a lot of us here in New York City, like, well, like me, I started on the corporate lane. And so I was working with artists on, like, the other side of things, like, at a media brand most of the time, like, just trying to put artists on. And so I knew about, like, people moving and shaking in the industry. And then with the help of, like, publicists also in the field, you find out, like, who's doing what. Now, so you've been doing Katra for how many years now? Twelve years. This is our twelfth year right now. So okay, Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. So I feel like I met you, like, maybe that's wrong. Maybe, like, later on. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's been years. ran through the circles of the film festival screen, yeah. film festival circuit. But I do yeah. remember you at the Katra Lounge. I was 20, at Katra Lounge. When we used to do it at a little lounge, hookah bar lounge, a screening series every month. So I, I remember meeting you then with Janice, a yes. mutual friend, Janice. And I went to the, and I remember going to the event, and people were buzzing about it. Mm -hmm. They were like, yo, not only is it a dope spot around here. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. How, too far, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coincidental, right? Okay. And then they were like, yeah, films are being put on, and actors are meeting actors and producers and directors and the networking. And, like, when you find a Latino hub of, like, everybody, where everybody's there for passion. Yeah. You got to keep going year after year. So I've tried to support Katra as much as I could. And I'm glad that we've like reconnected now. Because I want the Eloeleros to know about all these festivals happening around the country. We've had Calixto from the New York Latino Film Festival. We've had Henry and the Gang from the Dominican Film Festival. So this podcast wholeheartedly supports any platform that is going to put our projects out to the masses. So tell us about Katra. Like, definition y todo. Like, why Katra uh, and what it started? Because we're going to talk about the Katra Latinx series in a minute, but I, I want to talk about the mothership. The mothership. Mm -hmm. Katra. So Katra started in the lounge, Katra Lounge. Um, so I did my research. You know, when I started the film series, I was looking, what is Katra? So Katra, one of the, it has a few definitions. One of them was, uh, it means dangerous in, in the dangerous. Indian, the Hindu language. So Katra, well, people would come out to Katra to watch the Katra film series and watch these new filmmakers, these new actors. They're, they're going to see something that they haven't seen in Hollywood. You know, we're, we're showing films that nobody, you know, 
not too many production companies and studios that are willing to take the risk to do to screen to make films like this. So mm. we're like looking for films that are like original, completely original stories from the Latino community, Latinx community, and uh, you know, stories that you don't see. You go you go to, uh, to Hollywood, you don't see these stories. So we wanted to find stuff that's that hasn't been discovered yet, and then it was a great little like hub downtown Manhattan. Uh, an underground so bar cool. lounge. So cool. You can have a drink, have a, sh a shot of tequila, watch a new movie, and uh, smoke some hookah. So it was, it cool, was a little like, speakeasy-ish, Cacho it, it Lounge. It was very speakeasy. Yeah. Very, very. So yeah. cool. Edgy, very edgy. Edgy, and just like you said, in this really like, in this part of town, Con Vibra, there's such a <laughs> yeah, vibe, vibe down there, here. Yeah, sure. It's lit 24-7. So I love that this theater is going to house the like extension of your baby. Yeah. Is this your baby? Can I call it that? They got, yeah, this is my baby. Right, it's, it's four years. So Contra Latinx Festival is four years in, so we're, that's still my baby. Okay, and so then, let's talk about that baby being born four years ago. So he, she, they is still a toddler. <laughs> uh, but my, my, how many strides you've made with it. So tell everyone about Latinx and that. Yeah. Off or, or whatever that is, the next volume of Kasha. So, so it started off as, uh, I read a report from the UCLA Diversity. Um, there was a, a report that came out in the news about how the Latinx community was not being represented enough in Hollywood. Right. So I saw there was a dearth of, uh, of talent that's being represented, and you know we're not getting, they're not showing us love. So mm -hmm. I was like, let me, you know, there's only a few here in New York that are, you know, you mentioned Calixto, New York Latino Film Festival. There's only a few out here. So uh, let me start, I already have this, Contra Film Series, the mothership yeah. that house, houses all these uh, other festivals that I run. So I was like, let me give uh, my people some love. Yeah. Contra Latinx Festival. There's a lot of talent there. So uh, that, I spun it off. And uh, we started, unfortunately, we started in the middle of the pandemic. Okay. So we were like completely, ver it was the, the goal was to start, I had the idea in 2019 when the report came out. And then in 2020, you know, pandemic happened and we had to pivot and improvise. And that's when we uh, went virtual on Zoom using a virtual platform. And uh, we were able to showcase, you know, despite all the craziness, we were able to do a, a festival online. And then we came back in 2021 in a hybrid fashion mm. and uh, socially distanced, you know, during that whole pandemic where mm -hmm. six you know, th theaters weren't fully open yet. So we were able oh. to screen some stuff. And last year we were back fully and we saw that we're getting great films. We're getting works from all over the world, from Miami, from California, from Mexico, Puerto Rico, um, Dominican Republic, we are out there. There's a lot of Latinx talent out there, and you're gonna see it next week, July 18th through the 30th. That is so great, and what a great plug! That was perfect timing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the perfect time. So you threw me a softball there. <laughs> okay, wait. So I want to hear about some of the films. Can you talk about the filmmakers? And also, what's the criteria? How did you select, or whoever's on your programming um, committee, how did y'all select these films? So we have a, a screening committee that goes through all these submissions, and they, uh, they grade them, they, they give us the feedback, and then we have a director of programmer, uh, Valerie Valdez, who goes through all these reviews and carefully chooses the program and curates a great program. She's, she's been great. It's her second year doing it. Wow. Um, and she did a great job last year, so I brought her back. And um, yeah, just the, the film, the talent, we're getting some amazing films. We have uh, filmmaker Joyce, Joyce Cal, I believe her, her name is. She's a New York Emmy Award winning filmmaker. She's screening one of her new works. We have Roberto Sanchez, who's on uh, Law and Order. He uh -huh. has a new Apple TV series that's uh, coming out with a few Academy Award winners. Um, so we got some great, great talent out there um, screening about 
30, I think, 30 films online. No, no I'm sorry, 35. 35 in person and online because we have a select few works that are exclusively screening online via oh. our entertainment partner, the Entertainment Oxygen uh, platform. Um, so, yeah, we have a great lineup in store. Explain to me this hybrid model. So, like, what if I'm a ticket purchaser and I can go to some in-person screenings, yeah. but then some I want to watch at home? So, how does this work? So, there's, so there's a, the official, the main selection in the theater. We have a selection that is happening here night, July 19th and 20th. Those films will be available the following week. If people cannot make it, for whatever reason, people can't make great. it, they can watch it from so at home, great. from anywhere. Yeah. Um, and they'll be available for a, I think a week and a half until the end of July, July 30th. Perfect. Then we have a selection that we thought were strong enough that didn't make the main lineup that mm. we're screening exclusively online so they can go to Entertainment Oxygen platform and watch the, uh, the films online. And they'll also be available for the whole week of so July 30th to the end of the month. Joffrey, I love that. You like that? I love that. I, I just, I'm, I've been thinking about it. Should I keep doing that? You know, people, I know people like <laughs> the in-person experience uh, alive. I love the in-person experience as well. And mm. there's nothing like being in a theater. Right mm. now, I feel extra special doing this interview. We are here at the Regal Essex Crossing Cinema in LES. But I also like options, you know? Yeah. As a mom of two young kids, sometimes, you know, the nose starts running and the boogers are flowing and it's like, I ain't going nowhere. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Gotta stay home, but yet I still want to support my people. Yeah. So I like the option of also seeing things online. And how splendid and wonderful that even if you didn't get selected, mm -hmm. you're also showcasing some of the honorable mentions yeah. of the submissions. So that's great. So did people submit on Film Freeway, or Film how Freeway. did that work? Yes, yeah, so we have an open mm -hmm. call for entries on Film Freeway. Any filmmakers want to submit? We, we actually just met. It's funny you mentioned that. We're, we just opened for next year. So perfect. I didn't even know that, but I'm just a good interviewer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it was perfect time. It's, it's Film <laughs> Freeway. Two, there's my board. <laughs> But the, other, the other thing, you, the in-person event, I highly encourage people to come out to the in-person because we got a filmmaker pre-party where they can meet the filmmakers. Party, we talk to me more. Add party. some color to that, please. Every, after party, okay, wait, you got my attention even more. After. Let's go. <laughs> after the, the, <laughs> there are screenings at Rigo Essex. After we screen here, we all go to the after party at Casa Mezcal. Ooh. A few, few blocks, you've probably been there, right? No. Yeah, been there, Casa Never, Mezcal. but it sounds great. Right? Really cool. Sounds bar. like they have tequila. Ah, Me like Plenty of tequila. Anything. Yeah, they got a lot of good stuff there. Um, so yeah, we're there for the pre for the after parties after the screenings here, July nineteenth, and then July twenty first, we're at the awards party. The awards ceremony is happening at Brooklyn Commons in uh, Prospect Park. Brooklyn. Yeah, it's a cool rooftop oh, space out there. That. We have free food and drinks, so it should be fun. And oh, you get gosh. to meet the winners. The winners that we are. Uh, you know, as much as I always tell the filmmakers this, I'm going to tell you a little secret because I tell this to the filmmakers after the after the, the awards. We believe every filmmaker that screens with us is a winner, even yeah. if they don't get prizes. But we just yeah. feel we have to. We have some great supporters and sponsors that are supporting, so we give out prizes that help us make the careers of the filmmakers sustainable, right? Because after you complete your film, it's like, what's next? Right. Who's going to give us the money for the next project? So that's right. the challenges as a Latinx filmmakers that we face all the time. So it's like, let's, let's give them prizes. Let's give them some, you know, some rental Something. packages, cameras, so they can make another film. As a creative, I'm so appreciative of that because no one's a loser, right? Everybody's walking exactly. away with something. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what these film festivals should be for, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I look to these festivals for so many, so many things. Networking is probably at the top of my list. You know, the networking capabilities at these film festivals, 
uh, where the Latinos are congregated, where we're there with receptors open, right? We're there to exchange, idea exchange, one-up each other with, like, good advice and stuff in a good, healthy way, you know what I mean? And that's at the top of my list. But also the excitement of seeing, mm -hmm. like, what the next generation Latino talent is putting out there also is exciting and it gives me hope more and more hope each time because yeah. they're getting younger and hungrier and utilizing the resources more so we have the capability we have the power I want to shout you out and give you some flowers and some popcorn right now mm -hmm. um, because what you're doing is massive. Maybe, you know, I talked to you the other day, and you're like, oh, I'm so busy, and, mm -hmm. you know, your hands are dirty, you're on the hamster wheel. <laughs> Let's take a pause real quick, everybody. Eloeleros, pause with me. And just shout out Joffrey and all of those that are taking the initiative to bring us together, to, to be the leaders in these spaces that are setting up the rooms and setting up the screens and then leaving the rest to us. But those two things are huge to do, you know, with any event. Trust me, I'm planning my son's eighth birthday party tomorrow, and I'm ready to, like, lose my marbles. I'm like, did I get everything? No, of course I didn't. I forgot forks and cups. Got to go back to Party City later, which is going out of business, by the way. I'm very sad. No way. Way. Are you serious? I'm so sad. Anybody who, like, shops by color like me, you know what I'm saying? Home goods, Party City. You need purple, you go to the purple aisle in Party City. It's fantastic. We're going on some tangents here. But I want to shout you out and give you some flowers. Thank you so much, I because it's hard to do this. And year after year, you're getting sponsors, you're getting people. This must be such a challenge, but the reward. Let's talk about that. Tell me about some of the re rewards that you've like learned of. Like, have filmmakers hit you up? Like, yo, I got this distribution deal because of you, bruh. Like, you know, whatever it is. Like, what are some, what's some of the feedback you've received as a result of Katra? Uh, great, I just, you know, I, Feedback is like, you know, they love screening with us. They've met people that they're still in touch with. Yeah. Um, that, that just makes me happy. You know, whatever they go on to do, they do it on their own, but they've done some amazing film. They've gone on to screen, get deals, you know, distribution deals on Netflix, HBO, Hulu. Um, I'd love to take all the credit. <laughs> I'd love to say it was all me, but it's, listen, it's, a, it's a testament to the talent out there. There's so yeah. much talent in that. Filmmakers, and you know, it's incredible, fortunate to be able to screen it and be a part of their journey as they're, you know, they're, they're screening it, they're making those baby steps to get to that level, yeah. and uh, it's conti it's continually hard work. There's no, uh, what I remember from uh, speaking of Calixto, his when I screened one of my films at, at his festival, was he, he had said after the awards, he said, "Don't rest on your laurels." And to this day, I remember this. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy to just you know you screen your mm -hmm. film, you screen the big mm -hmm. screen, you get an award. Mm -hmm. There's no rest on your laurels. You know, there's while you're like all there like, celebrating, somebody else is working on something else. So you always got to be He's consistently right. working, consistently making new projects, writing. I think writing is so essential because that's like the blueprint of any uh, film that you create or episodic series. So you gotta continually flex those creative muscles, like going to the gym, right? You gotta go to the gym, you gotta keep going, you gotta keep going in order to you know, get somewhere. <laughs> so it's, it's the same true. way with uh, creativity. I think you always gotta be constantly working, writing, producing, collaborating, meeting new people, meeting filmmakers, and hopefully uh, help get you to that level that you wanna be. And I'm super excited for the coming events because, Eloeleros, yours truly will be one of the hosts. 
I'm really excited. And shout out to Jasmine Ruiz. You guys know her on Instagram, Slay with Jazz. But Jasmine is one of the hilarious girls as well. Y'all know the hilarious show, our all-female comedy show. We have a show on August 12th, by the way. I'm going to be touting that like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> so um, I'm excited. We're going to be hosting this series of events and then the award show. So this is so great. Thank you for thinking of me as well for in that capacity. You know, we're here and this is sort of this like integrated campaign, right? You're on the podcast. We're inviting all the LOLeros to support this. And that leads to my next question. How can they support this? Where can they find the information to purchase their tickets? So they can go on Eventbrite. Mm -hmm. Look for us, Katra Latinx Festival. We're on Instagram, at Katra Latinx Festival. Twitter, at Katra Latinx Festival. Uh, festival Facebook at Contra Latinx Festival and our website the mothership <laughs> you w like that word <laughs> I love that word the mothership www.contrafilmseries.com that's the parent festival and all the information is there if you go to our blog post on the homepage you'll see the ticket link and go into the you'll find us just go on the website all the information is there but definitely Eventbrite check us out it's fun It's fun time you're going to meet some talented uh, Latinx filmmakers and I'm getting a lot of there's just a lot of talent that's coming out now too. That's, yeah. That are starting out. There's a lot of interest. I think people, people like you, they're inspired. They see your show. Aww. I saw you at Room Twenty Eight. Oh I, my god! I saw her. I still remember that night. Room Twenty Eight yes. back in. I saw her in East Harlem in a theater. Yes, the Poets the Den. The Poets Den Theater, and uh, yeah, and that <laughs> was, was. I was laughing my. Laugh, you know. You can curse here. It's laughing, okay. Laughing out loud. I'm oh, laughing out true. Loud. <laughs> wow. I guess I've been like living up to this acronym my whole life, huh? Like, yeah, LOL. Latinos out loud. <laughs> LOL. Just come to me for your LOLs um, and your LOL smells. And uh, I could also send you an LOL if you want, you know? Okay, look. Uh, I love to rhyme. You can tell I'm a mom, right? Like, this is such like mom jokes. Um, there's dad jokes and there's mom jokes. I do like a lot of the jokes to keep their attention going. Uh, like, I'll hear on this podcast. Yo, you've been supporting me for a while. For a while. I mean, Room 28, y'all know on the show, the Eloeleros, I talk about it a lot, is where I stepped foot into sketch comedy. That was where I dipped my toe in the water. Um, if Do you know the history, like how I even became a part of Room 28? Quickly, I will share, as if this were you interviewing me. Anyway, I'm going to interview myself real quick. So, like, I went to go see these guys when I was working at Latina Magazine. And this is circa 2004. So I heard about the show, and I'm like, let me go check it out. A girl from Sheepside Bay, Brooklyn, took the train all the way uptown to a small lounge by Columbia University. I think it was called Mi, Mi Something Lounge, Mi Cultura, or Mi... I can't remember. But I walked in. And mofos were shoulder to shoulder. It was rammed. It smelled like Latino sweat. You know that smell. Okay, we take it, we tolerate it, because if you lift up your armpit, you smell like it too, on a hot day or in a basement party or a quinceañera. So I didn't mind the Latino sweat smell so much because there's a lot of people and everybody looked mad excited. Then they had a website, you may remember this, salsamerengue.net or salsamerengue.com. They were live streaming in 2004 five like that I think was kind of ahead of its time and I'm like yo this is so much fun what can I do and then I kept going to the shows and eventually the guys asked me to be in their Christmas show to have a small role that was it I was like I need to do this um, on a more you know full-time basis and I became part of the troupe and producer and you know from that point it just 
sky's the limit, you know, when there's passion involved. We made it to NBC's Bring the Funny, which was that comedy competition on channel on NBC. Um, and I'm just real thankful for all those stepping stones in my career and people like you that were the catalysts there in the audience, you know. Gonna look out for you. I have four row seats that I remember. I was sitting next to, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for making that ticket purchase and coming out. Those events were fun. They were sponsored by Stoli Vodka, remember? Well, we got a wrap. They actually have to show a movie in this theater in a few moments. So I want to thank you, Joffrey Guerrero. Tell everybody where they can follow you as well on social. At, at Joffrey Guerrero 1. one. <laughs> the only one. The only one. Joffrey, there's, there's multiple. But on Instagram, <laughs> at Joffrey Guerrero 1 or Catra Film Series. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all over the social. Felicidades. Thank Congrats. you so much. And thank you to Rigo Essex, Rigo Cinemas, for letting us be here in this beautiful space. And thank you to you for, for your support. Really appreciate it. Always. Estoy aquí. Thank you so much, Eloeleros. On that note, we are out.